Welcome to a new episode of Pocket Guide AI, Artificial Intelligence for Executives. Uh, I'm Ansgar Bittermann and I'm the CEO of Goldblum Consulting here in Berlin, Germany. At Goldblum, we're normally specialized in AI project management and enterprise architecture. And in that field, we help you to bridge the gap between your existing IT and the business goals you want to achieve. I would like to take the chance to welcome our global Uh, expert panelist. Maybe you could quickly introduce yourself. Hi, uh, good morning. Uh, my name is Satya. I'm an enterprise architect uh, at Spinmaster. I'm from Toronto, Canada. Hi, this is Nicole Weidner. I'm based in Germany, also Berlin, and I'm an IT and project management consultant. I'm Isao Kobayashi uh, from Tokyo, Japan, uh, project manager. I currently focus on smooth startup AI project. Thank you. Hello everyone, I'm Renoir, I'm based in Riyadh, I'm a strategy and management consultant working in the Middle East. Hi, this is Rainer, I am managing partner of a consulting company in Berlin, Germany, and uh, one of our focus areas is um, artificial intelligence, and we are happy to cooperate with um, Ansgar on that thing. Thank you, you for, for for the short introduction. And uh, then we can actually move to our topic today. The, the reason why I uh, wanted to talk with you about this digitalization of the last 20 years, because now uh, with you know a new a new era starts also here in Germany, in Europe, and um, we see that in Saudi Arabia, we have the 2030 coming up. And uh, we hear that there's a lot of change uh, in Saudi Arabia when it comes to who's actually allowed to work and live in the country. And uh, so, you know, as, as they say, it's like Saudi Arabia for Saudi Arabians, um, which is going to change a little bit. And uh, instead of looking into the future, you know, what's going to happen, um, I think maybe looking into the past is a little bit um, would be interesting. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, if, if you see the digitalization, I mean, especially also, yeah, Nicole and Rainer, you, you've been around the block here in Germany for a while now. Um, You know, do you see different phases uh, over the last 20 years when it comes to digitalization or different, let's say, focus points where where people uh, focused on? And uh, based on that, can you maybe um, look into the future uh, to see the next step? N not the next next step, but the next step. What is the next big thing? Well, um, actually, in my opinion, I, I can only see that in, in uh, from the perspective of Germany, of course, and maybe a little bit about Europe. Um, there are phases. Um, let me let me just come back from from the current uh, time, where as we develop more and more um, artificial intelligence um, and um, the um, possibility of doing more intelligent things automatically um, stepping back there was a there was a phase when you all remember that when cloud was the big word I mean it, it is still the big word but um, um, like five years ago maybe ten years ago they started to talk about really to talk about cloud um, as part of a digitalization process within the companies. And when I look into the um, 
when I'm looking to the uh, reports that um, German companies and German global companies um, post, um, you can see that this phase has really uh, developed. This is a mature um, industry and it helps um, large companies to uh, really um, uh, digitalize their operations and get it more um, uh, cheap, uh, get it cheaper and get it uh, more broadly into the uh, into the uh, company and to the corporation. So that was the, the phase that I see before the current new developments that we have. Um, looking back um, before like 2010, I really think it's hard to remember what really happened then. It's been a while. Um, I think that part of the digitalization or the IT industry was um, focused then on um, uh, on on outsourcing or sourcing. That was the main focus, in my opinion, in in uh, the 2000 to 2010 years, where companies were going into these um, uh, into the phase of um, outsource their uh, IT, and um, so the the focus shifts from um, based actually based on the technology that's available, in my opinion. Now that you put it in that way, um, I, I, yeah, I can see um, that also from my from my past. Like, I would uh, maybe I could frame it that way that we say um, before 2010 it was more organizational driven. So uh, you were thinking about how is my organization, which people are in there, and what could I outsource, like, like you put it and. Um, it was more like uh, how how does my IT stuff fit in my organization? And um, over the time, uh, IT got more into the center, more more the, into the focus. And now we we try to put our our organization around the IT processes. Um, so it's more uh, like thought from from the technology part and not that much anymore from from the organizational part. Um, maybe that's also a way on looking uh, on on these developments. Mm-hmm. And do you see any change? I mean, if you think about it, 2006, um, I, th- I think 2006 is where um, where YouTube came on board and, um, and then, you know, the social media uh, came uh, with the rise of Facebook and uh, Instagram and whatever comes there. And then I remember... The first time somebody showed me an iPhone, he said, that will be the new big thing. And he just yeah. went there with his finger on this touchpad. And I was sitting with him, you know, with my Blackberry next to him. And I thought like, yeah, it's nice, but I don't really see where this can go, you know. And uh, then suddenly, I mean, half a year later, we developed our first iPhone app. Um, and I saw the, the benefits of it. But this whole mobile first when it comes to e-commerce, you know, that, that that put a lot of stress in a lot of uh, people because nothing suddenly worked for the uh, iPhone anymore as it worked for um, for uh, normal uh, laptops. And uh, when you look in the when you look in the consumer industry, that was the, in my in my opinion was the biggest ba- uh, game changer in the last like 
30 years, um, the iPhone or the smartphone being really smart. That was a paradigm shift that really happened. Um, and um, things like e-commerce, which is a consumer thing, uh, really uh, took off then because and the conception of, of and that's a, philosoph a philosophical thing the conception of reality really changed when you had when you have an iPhone or a smartphone in your hand and it's really becoming part of your life where you integrate the digital uh, world into your every day every second of your uh, personal life that was really a change mm -hmm. but that's um, yeah that's digitalization of uh the the common man and the the, the consumer or the, the real life of, of everybody on this planet actually I think the main difference um, is that before like you have you have IT companies technology companies and then there was this paradigm shift whereby every single company had to jump in the, on this bandwagon to to take over uh, whether it was e-commerce whether it was to uh, to market uh, the the products to the consumer or even business to business you had to have um, um, a digital strategy you had to be present on social media you had to and especially over the past two years, even more with the COVID-19, everybody really had to, to be more digitized, to be able to have the teams work remotely, to be able to, um, to, to supply the market with the items and with all the products in a, in a very seamless way, um, working digitally. So I think, the, like Nicole mentioned, everything that had to do with, uh, with IT became more central. And it became how to organize the company around having this strong digitalization at work, um, whether with the with the clients, with the consumers, and with the colleagues, etc. It became very, very important to have a digital uh, a digital strategy implemented in place. Hmm. And I mean, if you, if you if you're seeing it this way, um, so I mean, that we, as, as Nicole put it, uh, you know, that the IT moved from periphery to the center. Um, do you see that people actually work differently now? Because, you know, instead of, you know, IT working for us, it seems that, you know, we're working now for IT. So um, I, mean, I, I wouldn't put it that way. I don't think it would be us working for IT. It's more like using IT to better do our jobs whereby it became a necessity to use IT to do the job. So it's really, it's really helping us. Uh, and at the same time, it's driving us to, to innovate, to find new ways to, to stay competitive, etc. Mm -hmm. And asking about phases, um, there's another thing that I would like to add. When you, when you look at the last 30 years, the, the question is, when did the really the, the, the pure um, IT um, products start. I mean, when did it really become uh, normal that you have a product that is purely and the, uh, the processes that are purely based on on IT, uh, on, IT on, on the smartphone? You always had before, you always had a product, a physical product. Um, but since when did it really, when did it really start that you have a product like a delivery service? Um, that's not the delivery service is the product, but the, um, 
like like or or for for taxi services that's just the brokering of information really started as a pure business uh in itself and it's a little decoupled from the real world when did that start is is that a new phase or is that um just um just part of this what you described being uh, um, uh company processes and it becoming more in uh, integrated Well, if you think about it, in, in, in Germany, that was roughly around 2007, 2008 with the upcoming of software as a service on the one side. And um, and then uh, we had something like blauarbeit.de or what you have now Upwork and, uh, you know, these, uh, I, I think for, for us, I don't know in America, but, but here in Germany was 2007, 2008. And uh, I, I think a lot uh, did eBay. Um, you know, because suddenly you remember um, when eBay came up um, here in Germany, that was early 2000s. Um, I remember every German, every German city had so-called eBay clubs. And um, that was the first time that people really noticed in the, you know, as a broad face uh, uh, that, that, that there's something which goes better digitally than, uh, than non-digitally. And uh, I mean, eBay, eBay nowadays is just a shadow of itself, right? Uh, but back then, I, I remember uh, there were people, there were businesses starting around eBay, and it, it really changed the society how we how we view each other. Yeah, but so so that started roughly. eBay started 2001, 2002 to to really uh, pick up here, and then 2007 came came the first wave of uh, VCs were investing after the, the bubble, right? So, I mean, we had the bursting of the bubble in the early 2000s. And then uh, 2007, the, the new uh, investors, or well, the investors had more money uh, with the upcoming of the <laughs> second bubble. Yeah. Okay. Mm. So that would be that would be a phase, definitely. Mm. When, when that started. Because the pure... IT or data broker brokering um, businesses started back then, actually, mm. and that was definitely uh, a paradigm shift, or no, 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 no paradigm shift would be the wrong word, but rather a new starting a completely new business phase, in my opinion, where you have like I'm, I'm just starting to learn Spanish, and I'm, obviously I'm doing this online, and obviously somebody does it purely digital. There's no product in the background that is non that is that is tangible mm. and that is i think and that is becoming more and more regular i mean when you see the 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 manufacturing of products um is is um migrating to the east um to china um and a lot of products that were produced here or manufactured here in europe or in the us are now, now produced in, in uh, China and a lot of the products that arrive here have some additional data brokering um, processes that enrich this product which is in uh, produced in, in China. So you have the, the move of, of the tangible things to China whereas we do more than non-tangible things. That's just the thought that I would like to share. Maybe that's that's another. When you look back, 
over the last 20 years. I don't know, I don't have any numbers, but um, in my opinion, um, China and, and the East, in the, um, the Far East is now basically um, the, the, the uh, producing place of the world. Very little thing, very, very few things are really produced here in, in the West anymore. Mm. Yeah, I mean, the way I'm seeing it is again, I'm, I'm, I've been listening to everyone's conversation. So, the way I'm seeing it is the whole, the whole uh, concept of information technology is kind of changed now, right? So, IT is becoming, uh, IT is no longer going to be a separate organization within, within, within an enterprise. It'll probably be embedded into every, uh, every every department within the enterprise and it'll be it'll it'll i mean there will be no specific it will be more business driven right so uh, the, the investments will be made uh within uh within within an organization for for and which will be led by more business leaders uh not really it leaders that's where i see that there's going to be a big shift right so I think that's what's happened. That's that's the next next uh, big reset, right? And 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 the whole concept of connected systems, right? So that's the other thing, right? So um, everything needs to connect to one another, uh, exchange information, uh, and make sure, like for example, your consumer, whatever his consumer patterns are, you you have ways in which you can collect information, and you you know what a person is going to buy uh, before he even decides to buy. That's 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 how it's changing, right? So if you look at Amazon, if you log into Amazon, right, you know, basically basically if you search something on Google and go into Amazon, it'll only show those products that you that you've actually searched Google, right? So things are changing. Uh, I mean, um, and previously it used to take 10 years, maybe 15 to 20 years, then it cut down to 10 years for every, for a big change to happen. Now I think the world is gonna reset in every year, two years. You know, that, that the you would see significant changes in very very short spans of time because that's that's how the the market's changing right so um i mean I, I'm, I'm seeing that you know like for example you know who who knew that tesla is going to come up with a car uh which is so sophisticated and uh you know it's 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 not that expensive either right if, if you compare i mean the car but but tesla is kind of going to be a whole different, like that car, experience in a car is gonna be a big difference within the next two years, right? They're already working on something very big. So, you know, the, the world will reset very fast now. So that's where I'm seeing it, right? So. I have one question now that, because I mean, the reason why I'm asking is when I'm, when I'm doing digital transformation with companies now, and I see once they're digitalized, They, they they start to communicate differently. Um, I give you an example. Everybody you know um, in the digitalized world sometimes meets Jira 
or a gyra when some uh, so it's the atlassian suite you know some people don't really talk about it but at a certain point everybody meets it and then we use our processes and then change it to you know adapt to jira how how it works right so uh, then you know knowledge management and then suddenly people think in custom fields and processes and stages and so what i saw that uh, companies who actually digitalize they also change the way they communicate um you know i i know we commu- how we communicate now with with uh, you know with the, our friends you know i i still when i write a, a text i still write hi and goodbye because i learned it as a child this is the way how we write letters to be polite but you know the, the communication shortest shortens uh, but also business communication changes with the use of jira or atlassian or any other technology you're using um, and i wanted to get your experience on that have you seen the companies you uh, transformed actually change in the way they communicate with each other because they are now very very set into boxes Yeah, I, I can see that um, as well. Yeah, I, I see, uh, especially at the project I'm now, um, that uh, there is a lot of use of these tools, and actually, email communication is down to um, not zero, but but there is no email anymore, so to say, and um, most of the communication is done via these tools and. I uh, yeah I, I really like it uh, because it it feels more efficient, but I think uh, maybe this uh, like more more tool based communication style also opens up um, a new maybe a new field of uh, yeah of of offers that that I see a lot that uh, people kind of need coaching how to deal with this new environment and all these coaches that offer like find your work life balance and um, uh, find out what what you really want so there's a lot of things people start asking themselves in in these kinds of environment that there's a need for uh, for finding yourself again in this uh, maybe uh, disturbing world um, so This is also something I, I see a lot, in, especially if you're on LinkedIn and we all, uh, like you, invite us here as well. Um, you have all those uh, those um, yeah, consultants, coaches that try to convince you that you need something more than just your work. You you need your your big uh, your big goal, your big goal in life, your your work life balance, and so on. So, I think the need for finding yourself in in this. Uh, not that any more people based but uh, but tool based um, work environment uh, finds a new a new field of of coaches of uh, consultants that ex- exactly try to uh, yeah to to help people in the, in these situations mm. so you think tool based work is a little bit uh, how do you call it in, in germany you would say in fremden um alienating alienating uh the workforce maybe so i i see both uh, i see that the work uh, style is changing and i see all those coaching offers coming up so i maybe there's an uh, uh they they have to do something with each other I, but i don't know <laughs> but i see all this uh all this uh, offers coming on on linkedin and uh, That's also something that is quite new. Also, how to present yourself on LinkedIn, how to uh, yeah, present yourself in in web conference, how to present yourself in 
whatever environment. So there's a lot of offers on, yeah, on special stuff that is only there because we work differently. Yeah. Just an idea how to take that with um, the things Tatja said uh, uh, and bring them together. Because Tatja said um, the world is going to change every two years. That requires a different way of communication, a more responsive, maybe a more volatile communication. And that's, that's why things have to change in terms of communication and otherwise it wouldn't work. I mean, things have to change. I, I just a reminder that the uh, Agile manifest is now 20 years old mm -hmm. and um, finally things start to change. And because of the thing that, um, the fact that Satya said that everything's gonna change so quickly, this is the way the communication has to go. It will even become more volatile, more affluent and less um, predictive maybe. Okay, thank you very much for the retrospective um, of the last 20 years uh, regarding the digital transformation. Uh, for all of you, thank you very much Renoir to Saudi Arabia and uh, um, Nicole to Germany and uh, Rainer in Germany and Isao in Japan and Satya in Canada. And I'm looking forward to hear what Nicole has to say next week when she um, introduces marketing and AI and different pers perspectives on that. So thank you very much for coming today and looking forward to see you, uh, see you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. See you. Bye-bye.